Hey crew, back on the Lip Fit Podcast today. I've got the lovely Tegan joining me today, so I'll let you introduce yourself, Tegs. Hello, it's me. Um, I'm Tegan. Um, Cash has adopted me yeah. pretty much um, into being a better self, and um, this is our fun podcast. Yeah, and um, obviously if you follow the Lip Fit page, where people click on the link for the podcast, you'll know Tegan all over it. <laughs> uh, she's one of our biggest promoters. So... <laughs> Yeah, Tegs, what's your, what's your story? Because, you know, you've uh, you competed, been training for years, you know, probably about seven years training. Yeah. And you've um, competed twice uh, in between that time. You um, got married, you had your child, um, you know, you're just, you're living your best life. I really am. How yeah. did it all start out for you, I suppose? Um, how did it all start out? So going back to about seven years ago, um, I had a bucket list. And I am a big believer in you can do anything you put your mind to. Um, you just got to want it enough. So um, I started my bucket list and one of them were to enter a fitness bodybuilding competition. Um, I started and I met, that's where I met Cash. So it was at Shredded. That's me, by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, met him and he was very knowledgeable. I remember um, I went to the drink fountain one time and... I had probably about a two-minute conversation with him and I learned more about what alcohol can do to your body while you're prepping um, and a lot more knowledge than the whole prep nearly in that two-minute conversation. So, um, yeah. no, That's very very nice. And anyway, straight away, somebody is very good at what they do if they have passion for it and that's cash. So I met him then. Um, I jumped on stage back then. Um, It was very amateur. I only, gosh, I would have shredded... Um, and built for about three months and I ticked that off, gave it my all in that short time I could have um, and continued on with life. Um, met the man of my whole world, George Barramilli, um, had a beautiful bubba, now we're here and um, I, yeah, basically, gosh, how long were we prepping for? I uh, Pretty much like we prepped for 12 weeks, um, which is, you know, relatively short prep, but you were responding so well to that first, prior to the prep, the first, that first four weeks of training, you were just responding really well. Yeah. Like your muscles were really popping. Uh, you're leaning right out. Um, you know, you're eating a surplus of 2,500 calories for a, you know, 48 kilo female. So, and you're getting leaner. And I was like... It'd be silly if you didn't just hop on stage, just yeah. see, you know, how you place more so because uh, you did say to me your goal was to, you know, hop on stage again. I said, well, let's hop on stage uh, if your conditioning's all right. Hop on stage, get your feedback from the judges. You know, right. if you place or not, it doesn't matter because, yeah. again, this is a stepping stone to see where you're at. Yes. And you yeah. can only really see where you're at once you're in comp condition. Like, yes, you can judge how you're looking in the off-season and, like, you know, if you've got a bit of fluff on, you can kind of see your shape and how you're looking, but... You really don't know how you look until you're on the stage with the lights, with the tan, yeah. um, you know, dry it out as much as possible, yeah. and then you can pick from there, Correct, and then yeah. um, you know, take your feedback which you got, and you, yeah. you know, happy days, you got a few placings as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah so um, yeah, at the start of our journey, it was more about getting in the absolute best condition I could have mentally, physically. Um, emotionally in 12 weeks um, and spiritually and, which is always high yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it yes absolutely yeah. always um, and so yeah yeah on our way through that um, it was definitely a dream and I will say a dream because I wasn't sure if I would get there or not to get back on stage and to basically without it sounding bad but beat my past self 
um, and do better than I've and grown to what I was. So in we went, I literally, all I did, and Cash laughs, literally, he gave me instructions, he guided me, he supported me, and I did everything he said um, to the absolute best inch of everything I had. So followed through with that, got on stage, a dream came true. I did do better than I did in my past self. Honestly, it's it's been such a massive impact on my life that I did that and I can't thank Cash enough. And literally, it was just following exactly what he said. You were bloody marvellous at what you do. And I, this isn't a podcast about pumping your tyres up, but you have no idea. It was... <laughs> no, it was... Um, yeah, can't thank you enough. And I'm so grateful for the package we brought. Um, but I'm not done yet, as yeah. you know. And... Um, uh, yeah, we look forward to the future. Love that. Explain to me the feeling when you got, because you're the highest player, you got a few silvers and you got a few bronze yes. uh, in the season. How did it feel when they called you out for your silver medals? I felt like my heart exploded, oh. literally. Um, I looked at the judges and I was thanking them. The lady came over to put the medal around my neck and I was just thanking her. She's like, you need to move your hair. And I was like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I was, <laughs> I didn't expect, to be yeah. honest, because what was going on there was feedback and to see where we could go at. Exactly. And, and you, the whole time you said, don't be disappointed if you don't place this for feedback tags. Like, let's yeah. do this. Like, And so I genuinely did not expect it. My dream was to get one place in any of the comps we, we went in. Um, just one, and I would have been so happy. And the fact that we we you got, got what, four places over the two comps. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we got that. I was literally it, it was a surreal moment for me. I didn't expect it at all. So grateful. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, and that's um, <laughs> that's probably a good example of how gratitude works because it's perception. There's a lot of people that go in to those comps and they just you know the. Like, I mean, there's nothing right or wrong with having an undeniable belief about yourself. Yeah. There's also gratitude for what you get, um, given any uh, circumstance, right? And a lot of people go in going, I have to be first. If I'm not first, it's just not good enough. And they get second and they're pissed. And it's like, you know, that, that um, I suppose that way you, you look at it, the way you perceive getting second place is like, you know, you're so happy. Oh my God. Because, you know, you beat your last self. Oh. Um, and you're, you're so proud because you didn't have any expectation going into it, which is you know a good thing when you're a coach to say that to your clients, yep. especially if you're going into the feedback, right? Um, and people go in and they, they come second, they're just pissed and they're mad. And I've, I've seen this in concert. And it's just, I suppose it really gives you an insight into how that person talks to themselves. Yeah. Because that plays a big role. You know, how, how you speak to yourself internally will show how you look on stage. Yeah. Um, you know, and the more confident you are internally and the more grateful and happy you are, the more you see that, yeah. um, and that's you know, that plays a big role. It's so bloody true what mm. you've said. Yeah, took the words out of my mouth, and yeah, it is, it is, and it's so, it's so important to always stay open, always stay positive, be kind to yourself, and your competition is yourself. I know it's very easy to compare, and I compare. Like, of course, you want to, you know, you you look at the other girls, and literally, when I saw them walk out on stage, I was in awe. I was like, wow look at these magnificent women, like the effort they've gone to, every inch of their body, the muscles popping, just to even step out on that stage. Some women are going through anxiety and that's a greatest fear, like to even step out. Pete, there was coaches holding my hand before we walked out on stage. Like there's so many different journeys people are taking on this like road. So 
you just always be kind to yourself. You've always got to lift other queens up as well and males up. Like everyone's on their own journey, yeah, but it's, it is. You've got to positive talk. Be grateful, my gosh. Like, yeah, I, yeah, just bloody be grateful for where you're at. Yeah, I think it's a good motto just for life in general. Like, yeah. you know, the more gratitude you practice, because um, this is something I do a lot, but um, I, get, I get trapped in the thought of ruminating. Um, just in daydreaming. So I'll daydream if I'm driving or if I'm walking and then I'll start ruminating mm-hmm. and then I find, you know, for better and for worse, usually the situations. And then I have to like, just go, hang on, who gives, you know, who gives a shit about the past? Just focus on right now because there's, you know, there's endless opportunities at any one second of that presence. Completely. So like, yeah. So if you just master where you are in that present moment yep. and go, this is where I am, I can literally do whatever I want. Because really, at the end of the day, you can, you, can. Um, you know, with an extent of the law and, you know, <laughs> yes. responsibilities of an adult, yes. um, you know, you have an opportunity to do whatever you want and yep. you are responsible for how you feel. So a lot of time, if you go around beating yourself up or you've got negative self-talk, that plays a big role in other areas of your life. And it's like a dark cloud that's going to constantly follow you around. Mm-hmm. What the mind mm. thinks it becomes. So yeah. completely, you need to strongly believe that. Yeah. Um, I think about food a lot, so I must just become a snack. <laughs> That's, a <joke>. <laughs> That's a joke. Oh no, no. Um, yeah, no. What the mind thinks um, it becomes, and yeah, one of my favourite quotes: "Are fear is the devil's greatest delusion." So the moment you're scared the most is the moment you should jump because that's where growth happens. Yeah. So yeah, it's um, yeah. Just keep your mind healthy. Healthy. I remember when we first sat down and you said, how do you feel about um, putting on weight? And I said, uncomfortable. And what else did you say to me? There was, um, oh, you said something. Um, no, nah, it's gone out of my head. Never mind. It'll come back to me. Mm, was it about food or was it about mindset around it? Mindset. Mindset. And, um, yeah, no, nah, it'll come back <laughs> to me. No, nah, it'll come back. It'll come back. Yeah, no. I think um, you know one of my one of my favorites along that about fear is um, you know you you only have a limited amount of days like from the day you're born to the average life expectancy I think which is like eighty two yeah. for a for a Western adult it's uh, it's only thirty thousand days in that time frame. You know? Oh my god! So if you think you're only got thirty, if you only had thirty thousand dollars to spend in a lifetime you'd be very cautious about every dollar you spend. Yeah. Which is like every day, right? Yeah. And it's like, when you look at it like that, you only got that limited amount of time and, you know, it's a finite thing, life. So you got to remember there is an expiry date and it's coming, you know? So live it, enjoy it, do what you have to do. Like, yeah. Completely. And be present. Exactly what you said before. Be present in the moment because that's what yeah. counts in that moment. And even people around you, when you are present, it can impact someone's days so significantly. You know, you're speaking to someone or they're looking down on their phone or they're not actually present, looking you in the eye like that. Just, or give a smile. Like, that, just, you, you know. love eye contact, Dave. That's I like, do. That's, <laughs> like, Great. that's like your strongest thing. Like, <laughs> I look away. I'm like, she's still looking at me. Like, she's still looking at me. <laughs> hold it, hold it. No, it's, um, it's vital. Like, it, that's a connection. And that's, yeah. I think that's what you can give everyone you meet that actually, yeah, you. It's it's time and people don't have that these days. So it's to actually stop in the moment, take the time. You do mean something to me. I do appreciate what you're saying. So thank you. Just be present. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I'm not being a creep if I see you in the eye. <laughs> no, no, no. I was, uh, 
I think it's uh, also the area you grew up in and like the traditions that we had, like it's respectful to hold eye contact with Completely. someone. Completely. And it's also respectful to give someone your full attention when you're communicating with them. Like it's, and it might be a young generation thing because I've grown up with more technologies that yeah. they put more into their uh, virtual self, which yeah. is their virtual accounts, like, you know, the social media, anything that's online, like their online presence is usually much nicer than their physical presence, which is batshit crazy if you ask me, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because we are a physical self. Yes. You know, if the internet disappeared or phones disappeared, like, who are these people? Okay. Like, can they be confident in themselves? And I think that plays a lot too into mindset these days is that, you know, how people value the virtual world versus the physical world. It's yeah. like, there's just so many beautiful things to do in life other than being online all the time. Completely. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah, it's not, yeah. And I guess it is the way things are going, but it's, it's not healthy. Like it's generally not healthy. I think you need to take yourself away and just remind yourself daily, like get away, put your phone down, yeah. have a genuine conversation be real. Yeah. If you listen to this podcast right now, I hope you're walking outside. Yeah. Enjoying some sunlight or something. And Absolutely. Just, yeah. Go out and enjoy. Like, it's just, it's easy when you work in an office yeah. to stay indoors. So, you know, you, you wake up in your, in your house, in your room. Uh, you might look out the window. You walk outside for a moment, hop in your car. Mm-hmm. You hop in your car. You drive to your office. You hop out of your car. You walk for a moment outside, hop back in your office, then hop back in your car, Hamster go back wheel. home. Yeah. And it's just like that repetitive nature of that can make you quite secluded to the outside, uh, like even just the outdoors in general. Yeah. So being able to embrace the outdoors, I think is um, you know, one of the best things you can do for mental health as well. The best things in life are free. Yeah. Completely. So yeah. get outside, sink your feet, sink your toes into the sand of the beach, yeah. breathe in the fresh air. We've got clean fresh air here. Like it's blue so skies, lucky, eh? bloody blessed. Yeah. Like just enjoy the simple things take a moment remind yourself daily and just be yeah yeah Yeah. and be happy i heard something the other day and it's like um speak less pray more let god do the rest and i was like oh love that like like, by far and if you know me i'm not religious at all i'm not not a fan of religion as such but i am a uh, a big advocate in believing in God and the yeah. universe and the power of the universe is completely they you know they always have a plan for you or they'll put things in your place and if you pick those up then you follow down that path yeah. um, and you know, that's kind of how you end up where you need to be in life completely yeah, yeah just be open and trust the process yeah. just trust the universe trust the process and that was a major thing going back to the comp Trust the process. And I know you say hashtag trust. You see it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I never understood the the depth of it. And I that's exactly what the I did. The gravity of trust in the process. And oh, like, my gosh. And it's so common, like, with, you know, even just general population. Like, I'm not, um, you know, if you, if you know me of recent, uh, you know, have been a gym owner and doing FIFO, I've moved away from just your general personal training now. I do, you know, focus more on... Um, the higher level of coaching, whether it's for competitions, uh, like, you know, um, for powerlifting or bodybuilding and such. But when you, when you realize that a lot of the time people that come to you, um, really don't trust themselves, let alone you, it's mm. very hard to communicate that message across that you need to trust the process because a lot of time they don't trust themselves mm. and they come to you with a broken trust in the first place. Yeah. And you're like, I need you to trust your own intuition yeah. because this is a game of basketball or it's like, you know, a netball where I'm going to throw the ball to you, give you all instructions. Mm-hmm. I'm going to move a bit further down to the court. You're going to throw the ball back to me yep. 
And then when you're on the goalposts, I want to throw the ball back to you yeah. for you to score. Yeah. That's, this is how this works. And a lot of times people just go, oh, I threw the ball to you and that's it. I want you to do the score. And it's like, yeah, yeah but I can't do everything for you. You might only see me, um, you know, for two hours out of a 160-hour week or 170-hour week. And it's like, it's such a small percentage. Yeah, we might have some phone calls or some messages, but for the majority of it, it's you versus you and it's you in your own head. So get comfortable being there because that's that's where the progress really happens. Completely, yeah. absolutely. Um, can I ask you what's what's been your um, proudest moment throughout this journey um, of just coaching people? Like what, what was the moment in your life that you were like, I... I need to do this. I want to do this. And what do you get out of it? Because think, you need passion and yeah. you obviously have that, but <laughs> I think the big thing for me was, um, I think the moment where I was like first, there's been a couple, but a couple were probably just when you just first start training people and you see how people respond to what they didn't think was possible. Because you have that conversation with almost every single person. It's like, hey, look, this is your goal, and this is what I believe you can do. And then I also believe you can do plus some, because I see that potential in you. Beautiful. It's kind of like that similar conversation I had with you a few weeks yeah. ago. It's like, I believe you can do it in 12 weeks. Yeah. You know, whether you get there or not, we don't know, but yeah. let's give it a go, because I think you can. You're like, do you think I'm ready? I'm like, well, I believe in you. Yeah. And half the time, that's it. It's just believing in people. And it just takes, you know, a little bit of belief in one person for them to see their own potential. Mm-hmm. And then that's where they start building that trust in themselves. Yes. And then when you see that, like, you know, from a coaching perspective, it makes you very happy. It makes you, it makes you very proud of that person's ability and then also of your own ability to help bring them there safely. Um, so that's probably been like, I mean, there's been countless moments over the years where it's like that. Um, yeah. But I think the one of the biggest moments was, how, you know, when I first walked in when I signed the lease for the gym that I've got and either walked in and looked at it the first time just like dad you should be really proud this is so cool oh my gosh it's got goosebumps <laughs> everywhere that's beautiful then she was like dad you should be so proud and I was like at the time I was just busy thinking about you know what I need to do when I'm in there because it's just how my brain works right it's very calculated and I was standing there and she was like yeah, are you really proud and I'm like yeah I think so I think I'm proud yeah no, I'm pretty proud actually <laughs> and she was like, yeah it's just you remember those moments where you know, ever since I became a personal trainer, it was always to have my own space where I could do my own thing and help people my way. Yes. Because anytime you're in another, anyone else's gym, if you're working for that, you know, working for that gym, even as a contractor, you still have to abide by, you know, what their imagery is or their branding or the way they deliver their um, training or programming. And, you know, it's, it's limited in a sense. So having my own space where I can do my own thing has probably been, you know, the proudest moment of it all. It, and along yeah, along the way, that's something you do do. You're always like, I need to do this. Oh, yeah, we've got to do this. And you don't – I've I've said it to you a few times. I was like, are you – like, well done. F say cash. Like, this is – yeah, but you don't praise yourself enough. But anyway, we won't <laughs> That's You're always oh, trying – yeah. I would like uh, – in, in private, I really enjoy the gratitude of moments. Like, I reflect a lot, which is where I ruminate um, yes. a lot. But yeah. Um, yeah, then I'm like, momentarily, I'm like, oh, what's right now? I'm like, oh, look, this is awesome. Like, you know, X, Y, Z is in your life. And it's like, life's great. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it really matters. Beautiful. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, what else? Hmm. 
Um, yeah, no, that's, that's probably it for the proudest moments. Um, yeah. What about yourself, James? What's been some things where you looked at in your life and gone, never thought I could do that. Look at me now. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Every chapter, like, there's... Like, I look at my life and there's so many chapters. Cool. And um, it's growing from each one. And, it, like, there's so many people that have, like, in my life that have helped me grow um, in, yeah, each chapter. Like, gosh, there's, I don't even know where to start. Um, I'm just, I've learned a lot. Like, you're young, you're, you can do silly things and, you know, it's, it's learning as you go. You never lose. You always learn. That's yeah. what I say. And don't be too hard on yourself. But it's like, you know, people learn at different stages. And it's, you can't do anything. No one can do something for you, basically. You've got to want to do it yourself. So yeah. I've grown a lot when, you know, it's come to a point where, okay, something needs to change. So, yeah, you get on that. A lot of people in my life, like my husband, George, he has helped me grow significantly. Like, so much and I thank God for that man um and I'll get emotional anyway so that that's a massive growth there like when I was younger you go through stuff that helps you grow like and then this chapter with you like you're like oh my gosh I can do this you've helped me grow like there's and my little guy like Mate, oh my gosh I was gonna say go back to the part where I hope you got booty oh my thing. gosh <laughs> So I've got stretch marks on my butt, thanks to you. <laughs> but I have never been able to grow a, a, a booty, and yeah. it's only an amateur booty. But I've got meat there now, and I've got a toned meat. Like, it's, sorry, anyway. And I, I remember before it's I said so vivid. Sorry, no, I don't mean to be. But I have. Yeah, I know I'm means, so yeah. proud of my stretch marks. Like there, yeah. I remember. Yeah, just before I stepped on stage, you're like, "Tigs, think you got a few stretch marks on your like your tush?" And I was like. Oh my gosh, I've grown it. That's, that is, that was a proud moment for me. Yeah. yeah. So oh another growth. Yeah. So it's just, um, back to junior, junior bear. Yeah. yeah my, my son, he, he teaches me every day and he always makes me want to be a better woman. Um, so does my husband, George. And just looking at my son, I remember what pushed me through as well was to be like, show junior you can do this you can do anything you put your mind to give your best self he was the one that pushed me through every stage like in my mind i would relate back to my son like do it do it like and yeah i honestly yeah yeah so much strength i love the videos where he's in the gym like oh along the way well yeah (laughs) he um he would join me in the gym he'd lift the one kilo weights he'd really want to get involved like Obviously, he'd have his moments where I'd have to bring his iPad for like five minutes being realistic, but most of the time, he wanted to get on the equipment, figure out how it pla- like yeah. how it did what it did. He was really into it. So, I'm grateful he is so easy to bring along and be on this journey with me. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a, I call him a beautiful tornado. I bloody love him. Yeah, he's, he's my strength. Oh, I yeah. love that. I think yeah. it's, uh, you know, kids in a way, they make you, um, they really make you evaluate what you're doing and then how you're doing it because, you know, each each step of their growth is also uh, influenced by you dramatically. Completely. So, yeah. And it's, they say, you know, you, you teach your kids. I, I, he has taught me. Like, I'm learning about myself every day more and more and it's it's learning as you go. I'm completely growing every day. So, yeah, it's um he's teaching me as well. Yeah. yeah. 
good. It always blows my mind that um, you know, you come across. Uh, I mean, you know, everyone to their own right and their own decisions. But people that don't want to have kids, um, are like you know, very against. Which is, you know, we all have our own beliefs, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's amazing because at the end of the day, when you pass on uh, your your legacy, your whatever you leave behind, is you know, evaporated really. Completely. Where if you got a child who you know built something left for them, it's like. You got so, you got your own blood to leave behind. Completely. And, you know, shape the future essentially, yeah. because what you teach that child is then you know going to be forecast into the future of building society or building whatever they go in to go do. Yeah. They'll play some sort of role in the community because as we do in you know, the world we live in, we are always part of the community, whether it is socially online or whether it is physically around the world helping people. It's like you know you, that's what your child will do. Yeah. And so it always blows my mind when people are like, I don't want to have children because, you know, I don't want to, uh, for whatever reason, I'm just like, yeah, what happens once you die? Like, you know, what, everything that you have inside your head knowledgeable, is, mm. where does that get passed on to? Give it, yeah. yeah. And absolutely each of their own. Like, I never, ever hold any judgment. So whatever works for you. But having a child is the greatest gift of all. Yeah. It is. I have no words. It You can... You can pass on your heart, your blood, your love. You can make a difference in the world, but also to give them love. You've got to give give them love. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah, like I say, each their own. But, yes, children are a true, true gift. Yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah, if you look at my story, right, as a, um, if you look at the typical person who, if you look at my backstory and tried to, <coughs> so if I paint this picture for you, you know, like, um, high school dropout, didn't finish year 10, um, teenage parents, so 18, and then addicted to ice. So if you paint that picture of where you think that person would be in oh, wow. 10 years from that, Absolutely. Um, it's usually not a pretty picture. Like, no. It seems like a, quite a lot of suffering. Um, and so for me to be where I am now and have the relationship I do with my daughter, um, it's, uh, it's just, it shows what you can do regardless of how far down you get pushed or how, you know, how hard something may appear, even the story itself, right? it's completely within your power to change it. And that's why we say to people, regardless of your situation, you have the power to change it. So stop complaining, start doing action. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That in itself, Cash, is... Yeah. It's like you get two paths. Like you... you and look at where you are now. Like that's... You're a true inspiration because <laughs> you, you are living proof that you can. Hmm. Just the quote, you can. Yeah, so you really can. It's just you just got to work, really. Yeah. yeah How know. did you get yourself out of that? Can I ask? Work. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think this is a. <clears throat> I was having this conversation yesterday with um, uh, a friend of mine, but we're talking about the, I suppose the, the hierarchy of work ethic now is lower than it ever has been because people are so caught up in. You know, for good reason as well, like uh, equality, working smarter, not harder, um, being more sensitive to things, and like, you know, that's totally fine. But one of the things that lacks in common day is work ethic. People really struggle to work hard yes. and understand yeah. and grasp the full concept of what hard work is, you know, whether that's physical, mental, yeah. it's being able to push yourself to get a task done and not just go, oh, I actually need to take uh, a break every, you know hour and then take a five minute break here. Yeah, I'm like some people may need to do that, but at the end of the day, if you really want to make drastic change, it has to come from drastic action. 
and any sort of drastic action action is going to be fatiguing. You know, yeah. whether it's training for a competition or yeah. trying to better your life, or even just better your mindset, it's going to take some uncomfortable times and situations to get there. So I think that's uh, that's one thing that uh, I was instilled when I was young is you know if you want something you can work for it in regards to how bad a situation is you can work your way out of it. Yeah. Well, bloody done. Yeah, like I say, I just yeah, an inspiration, and I have so much respect for you. Oh, thank um, you. No, completely. But you are you're living proof that you absolutely can, and you're the only one that can do that, and you've done it. Thank you. No, that's okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, we've got time there. That's pretty much wraps it up, Tex. Is there anything else you want to leave for the listeners out there? Um, um, just believe in yourself. If you want something, go for it. Be the person that goes for it because no one's going to do it for you. Um, and like I say, if you're scared, that's good. Jump. Do it. Just live your dreams. They can become reality and mine has. And um, like I said, I can't thank you enough, Cash. It's It's been an incredible journey. I'm very blessed because I've had an incredible prep. Yeah. Um, and I look forward to the future and to see the next package we can bring. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it, Tex. Thank you for coming on board. And um, listeners, yeah, feel free to follow Tex's journey because she'll yeah. be her plans to uh, have her second child in the next year or two and then hop back on stage after that so we're excited to see where she's at absolutely it's very exciting (laughs) all right thanks guys (laughs) thank you